Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Nancy and welcome back to When Things Start to Change, a podcast where we talk about dramatic health topics that can change people's lives forever. What is hypothyroidism? I know we have talked about hypothyroidism in previous episodes, but just in case you really haven't learned it, let's drill it in that brain of yours. Hypothyroidism, often referred to as hypothyroidism, is a disorder that occurs when the thyroid gland secretes excessive amounts of thyroxine T4 and or tridocthyronine T3. T4 and T3 are thyroid hormones that are responsible for regulating a person's basal metabolism and increasing metabolic activity and protein synthesis. An excess amount of thyroid hormone leads to an increased metabolic rate which affects almost every system in the body sorry for the for all the women out there but hypothyroidism is four times more prevalent in females women between the ages of 20 to 4 are even more prone to developing this disease graves disease and autoimmune disease is the most common type of hypothyroidism comprising approximately 85% of cases. People with hypothyroidism may present with a variety of symptoms depending on person's age, the quantity of excess hormones, the period of time the person has been sick, and the presence of the comorbid condition. It is often difficult to detect the disease in older adults because they do not present with many of the typical signs and symptoms. Instead, they will often appear to have other illnesses such as heart disease, depression, or dementia. Older people also tend to act more apathetic than hyperactive and are more likely to have cardiovascular problems. I know this already sounds like a lot, but we're not done, so just bear with me. Also, fatigue and weight loss, which are commonly seen in adults over 70 people younger than age 50 will also typically display hyperactive reflexes increased perspiration heat intolerance tremor nervousness weakness increased appetite and weight loss despite normal food intake women may also notice a change in their menstrual cycles like as women don't deal with enough anyway Emotions can also become affected, causing a person's mood to cycle between an euphoric system and acting hyperactive to feelings depressed and acting delusional. Now, in a patient with an incorrectly treated or undiagnosed hypothyroidism, a stressful situation such as surgery, labor, MI, permanently embolism, or medication overdose may cause an acute episode of thyroid overactivity to occur. Some complications conclude first pregnancy issues. Possible complications of Graves' disease during pregnancy include miscarriage, preterm birth, fetal thyroid dysfunction, poor fetal growth, maternal heart failure, and preeclampsia. Preeclampsia is a maternal condition that results in high blood pressure and other serious signs of symptoms. Second, we see the heart disorders. If left untreated, Graves' disease can lead to heart rate disorders, changes in the structure and function of the heart, 
muscles and the inability of the heart to pump enough blood to the body which in which can occur to heart failure brittle bones untreated hypothyroidism also can lead to weak brittle bones known as osteoporosis the strength of your bones depends in part on the amount of calcium and other minerals they contain too much there is hormone interference with your body's ability to incorporate calcium into your bones the third storm a real but life-threatening complication of graves disease is third storm also known as accelerated hypothyroidism or third toxic crisis it's more likely when severe hypothyroidism is untreated or treated inadequately for some people hypothyroidism can contribute to joints and muscle problems specifically hypothyroidism may lead to muscle aches tenderness and stiffness especially in the shoulders and hips joint pain and stiffness swelling of the small joints in the hands and feet carpal tunnel syndrome symptoms may include muscle weakness myalgia muscle tenderness wasting of the pelvic girdle and shoulder muscles fatigue and or heat intolerance treatment involves restoring normal levels of thyroid hormone and may include thyroid drugs radioactive iodine and sometimes partial or complete surgical removal of the thyroid beta blockers such as propranolol are often used to treat the adrenergic symptoms of hypothyroidism such as tachycardia palpitations heat intolerance and anxiety beta blockers are used as the first line of treatment before surgery radioactivity iodine and antithyroid drugs they are also used for short-term therapy in pregnancy this medication should be used with caution in the elderly patients with heart disease COPD or asthma calcium channel blockers can also be used to reduce the heart rate in patients who are unable to tolerate beta blockers chronic periotheritis and calcific tendinitis are also associated with hypothyroidism they both tend to occur in the shoulder causing limitations in a person's RMI which may progress and lead to adhesive capsulitis these conditions are both common in people who have endocrine disease once the underlying hypothyroidism is treated chronic periotritis will usually resolve as well approximately 70% of people with hypothyroidism will develop weakness in the proximal muscles such as hips which is accompanied by myopathy muscle strength generally returns after two months of treatment muscle atrophy will take a long period of time to restore with treatment muscle weakness may improve or be reversed thank you so much to listen to when things start to change radio
See you in the next episode. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Nessie and welcome back to When Things Start to Change. Okay, now that we get the idea of hypothyroidism, I want to talk about how this disease has systematic manifestations. This disease is really digging us into the grave, get a grave disease. All right, now funny, at least I tried. Well, anyways, let's begin. The systematic manifestations are the central nervous system. The way that is affected is the following. Tremors, irritable liberal emotions, muscle weakness and myopathy, increased DTR, which is deep tendon reflexes, increased moral activity and fatigue. Next is the cardiovascular system. The way that this is affected is the following tachycardia, palpitations, respiratory muscle weakness, increased respiratory rate and heart rate, low blood pressure and heart failure. Now how about the integumentary system? The following are affected. Chronic periuretresis, dilated capillaries, heart intolerance, brittle hair, onycholysis, and pretabial myxedema. And lastly, the ocular system, the following are affected. Exophthalmos, light sensitivity, vision loss, and weak extraocular muscle. There are plenty of systemic manifestations, but we don't have much time in this episode. And I could go on about Graves' disease because there is so much to learn. Anyway, I need to break it little more down than I promised I'll be done. Let's get started. I don't want to talk in your ear off all day. Like stated before, hypothyroidism affects almost every system in the body. We have already discussed the wide variety in each episode, but this episode is different because this is the last episode of the season and we have information we want to share. Well, let me stop laboring and go on. More information about hypothyroidism consists peripheral neuropathy. This is damage to your peripheral nerves. The nerves that carry information to and from your brain and spinal cord, which is central nervous system, and the rest of your body, such as arms and legs. Peripheral neuropathy may be caused by several severe long-term untreated hypothyroidism. Although the association between hypothyroidism and peripheral neuropathy isn't fully understood, it's known that hypothyroidism can cause fluid retention, resulting in swollen tissues that exert pressure on peripheral nerves. One of more common areas this occurs in is the wrist. Because the nerve system, the hands goes through a tunnel, of soft tissue which can swell pressing on the nerve resulting in corporal tunnel syndrome. The vast majority of corporal tunnel syndrome cases are not due to hypothyroidism 
but this would be the most likely area for this to occur when with hypothyroidism. Signs and symptoms of peripheral neuropathy may include pain, a burning sensation or numbness, and tingling in the area affected by the nerve damage. It may also cause muscle weakness or loss of muscle control. See a doctor if you know or suspect you have hypothyroidism and you are having trouble or painful symptoms in your limbs. Making sure of seeing your doctor is important because living untreated can cause many problems. As discussed, we don't want to see you dig yourself into a grave. Things suggested not to eat while you have Graves disease are salt, any vitamins or supplements that contain iodine, milk of other dairy products, which are ice cream, cheese, yogurt, and butter. How awful, right? Seafood, eggs, chocolate, soy, radii, three marginal cherries. Graves disease is not a drug, and love goes into it. You have to make sure you're following up with doctor appointments and making sure that you are healthy and having a healthy diet. Making sure you are getting daily exercise can cause so many health problems. Be proactive about your health. It's important and you're important. With that being said, thank you for listening to When Things Begin to Change, to podcast that talks about dramatic health topics that change people's lives forever. Again, I'm your host, Nasi, and thank you for digging into Graves' disease with me. It's been a great season. Thank you.